genre. Hey, what's that, April? Some kind of weird Japanese antique egg timer. Cappuccino? That makes me hyper. It seems the scepter has magic powers. Hold on, dudes. If April's back in feudal Japan, does that mean we, like, have to ride that scepter back through time to get her? It's equal mass displacement. Step back, dudes. I just brought us some heavy artillery. Hey, Casey. <laughs> Welcome back. T-minus two minutes and counting. Let's go, my dude. Okay, the inscription says open wide the gates of time. Work. All right, already. Let's go. Go with care, my son. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. It is the thrice weekly, thrice, three times daily weekly. Three. I give up. It's been too long. You know yeah, what? We once, talk turtles. Twice. It's turtles. Three, three. times a weekly if, podcast. If you don't know what we're doing by now, then shame on you. Um, and did you just did you just find us? Like, also, come on. It's Where too late. have you been? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, here we are talking Ninja Turtles three, uh, a segment of minutes at a time. And uh, guys, I have I have an announcement to make. I have mm. I have important news, big important earth shattering news. This is the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Minutes ninety two to ninety six. Also, this is the end of our story. This is the end of live action Ninja Turtle films from the nineties. We have finished our trilogy. We've done what we came here to do. Yeah. We came, we saw, I don't know what else we did, but it was we, something. We, we came, we saw, we changed the rules a couple of times, yeah. and we watched <laughs> this this movie one minute at a time. We're doing yeah. just fine. So, you know, one of the things that we could do is we could sit here and we could talk through every single credit that rolls on the screen, but we don't want to do that because it's... God, no. We've mm-hmm. made it this far. We just let like let's wrap this up. So what today is going to be is more of a, a final uh, movie ending conversation, but also franchise ending conversation. Uh, sort of where we started, where we are now, how our feelings. Uh, what happened pan to that thesis statement? Yeah, we'll talk about the thesis statement. Don't worry, thesis. Oh man. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> I feel like I should introduce everybody. Adam Sheehan is here. So, Hi. And Rachel Gatlin is here. Hello. And Chris O'Connor is here. Yeah, here I am. And <laughs> I'm here. I'm Scott. I'm also here. We have no guests this week, so we're just going to get real with each other. Real talk turtle edition. <laughs> um, yeah. So end of the movie. How are you guys feeling about it? Give me your, give me your one minute hot take on how you feel just getting to the end of uh, uh, Turtles 3. Adam? It, it's going to be weird not having responsibilities tied to this show. Mm. <laughs> like it's, it's going to like, I, I, that sounds like a, a I, I'm, I'm being negative, but it's, it's absolutely the opposite. Like the, this doing this show with you guys, like kind of carried me through things a lot of the time. Like it, it was kind of a, a pin in the calendar that marked the passing of time. And I'm going to feel slightly lost not having, yeah, turtles to talk about with you guys Aww. yeah 
Yeah, same. But how, how do you feel about uh, Turtles Three in general? Give me Turtles give me Three your... in general yeah. is just a garbage movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, like I, I felt that way before that. I felt that way during this. I feel that way now. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean I, I had any less fun doing this with you guys. It's just we were doing it with a movie that I actively can't stand. All mm-hmm. right, Chris. What about you? Give me give me your uh, your your quick summary, the quick version of the end of the movie or the end of us podcasting. Let's, well, give me both. Adam Adam changed the rules like he said so tell me about both <laughs> as he so often does um way you know, to screw with my format adam yeah i mean <laughs> sorry you know, i thought first that's foremost, what you end of the movie um you know it just kind of ended it doesn't make sense and like they didn't really they kind of did what they did in every movie where they kind of end and like they've grown and changed but if there were a fourth movie you know they would just kind of reset Raphael and he'd be just as angry and nobody would have really learned anything from this jaunt through time um <laughs> And it didn't matter. Like, nothing about history has changed. None of the street names are different. None of the people disappeared. We don't know that. They never take us out of the sewer in present-day Manhattan. So <laughs> Whatever. But we'll talk. Oh, yeah. maybe we'll talk it more would, about that it later. Would be, it would be really interesting for Ninja Turtles 4 if they had gone up through the, the sewer hole, you know, up, up, up through the manhole, looked down the street, and instead of seeing, like, uh, I don't know where, where they would have a view of this from a street, but, like, instead of the Statue of Liberty, it's like a, 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 something else. It's a triceraton. Ah, yes. Yeah, like just that's how that's what have why we done? there's triceratons. Yeah, it's just a giant ape. We just screwed. <laughs> you oh, killed no. them. You, you killed them all. <laughs> you maniacs. Even weirder, it's just a big statue of Charlton Heston. Yeah. Or or um Marky Mark. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So so that's um, how I feel about the end of the movie itself. And as for the end of the podcast, like, well, you know, it's uh it's been a blast. Uh, been having fun with you guys. It's it's been great talking about the Ninja Turtles and going over my turtley feelings. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, all the other things we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rachel, how about you? It's bittersweet, you know. I was dreading this movie <laughs> <laughs> when we started. I said we weren't gonna do it. Yeah. We, I, I said I didn't want to do it. I said after the second one, I'm done. But I'm glad we did it. I'm I'm glad it's over. Um, and it was fun reliving the movie with you guys because this movie is so bad, but we all made it fun. Um, so yeah, glad it's over. Not sad it happened, but I am ready to move on. Yeah. I kind of feel a a mix of all you guys, you know, it's the movie itself. My thesis was it's closer to the comic books. Maybe it's a better movie than we're giving credit for. Um, I don't know that that holds up. I will say someone posted something on our, I think it was Facebook or Twitter the other day that said, if the suits were better, the movie would have been better. And Mm. going back through a lot of what we said, an improvement in suits would have, I think it might not have made it a good movie, but it would have substantially improved the viewing experience of this film. If we had Henson suits and even a terrible movie, it like that's 50% of the stuff that we ragged on the Mm -hmm. whole time. Um, so we would have had less to talk about. I'm true, very true. I'm happy with the end of this movie. I kind of like that it ends with a little brotherly moment and they're dancing and they're doing their freeze frame. The Yacht Kid K song is just banging. I love it. Um, As far as the podcast, you know, this has been probably the, it's the first time I've ever, I guess you could say produced, uh, uh, sort of been the the, the point man on a podcast. It was really fun getting to do that for three years. And you guys are, you know, it was a blast working with the three of you. Um, and I think everyone in this crew brings something 
entertaining and unique. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna humble brag a little bit. I think we have one of the best, if not host <laughs> dynamics, then one of the best movie by minute podcasts that are out there just because of the diversity of our our points of view and our comedic styles and our conversational styles. I, I I'm very proud of the work that we have done in these three seasons. Not that other people don't have great shows. I just think ours is really good. So mm. thank you guys for being great co-hosts and uh, always turning in your work on time. <laughs> always <laughs> coming prepared. Adam. A little bit of time travel nonsense right there. Um, I am sad that we're at the end. Like I wish, I kind of wish that there were better turtle movies to look forward to. We'd be get excited about <sighs> doing, but like, I'll, I'll be honest. It's all it's all downhill from here. Yeah, the movies by it's minute all up for- to you, Seth Rogen. The movies by minute <laughs> format is draining. Save us. It's, yeah. it's fun, but it's draining. So I don't know that I'm I'm mentally ready to do another one. Um, I don't know that I would want to do the set the 2007 CGI film. Mm. I definitely wouldn't want to do the Michael Bay movies. Not a minute at a time, or three minutes you know, at a time, or five know, minutes at a time. You know, the CGI Ninja Turtles from 2007 is is I think it is a better movie than TMNT three, but I still don't want to do it. Hands down, yeah. would 100 we, percent sort of, agree. We've sort of talked about this off mic that if we're going to continue any turtle content, it'll be like maybe a one hour special. Yeah, or something like we don't want to abandon our. Our lovelies, our lovely fans, um, but yeah, we kind of need to step away from uh, movies by minute. Yeah, I think. and and yeah. I've always had, you know, we've gotten for my standards of popularity. This podcast has gotten more popular than I ever thought it would. Yeah, um, it's not I like won awards and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's it certainly it certainly ended up being more successful than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, um, we had. We we had two luxuries working in our favor. The luxury of there's there's this audience for movies by minute. Um, the movies by minute community is great, and on top of that, we have this franchise that has one of the best fandoms out there. Yeah. Right. So like those two things converging really like you know it, it was kind of a can't lose formula and a lot and of creator we, creators that are really accessible and willing to to talk to mm-hmm. us and that was the other thing yeah. is that the the first movie was it kind of up until recently and we've touched on this a couple times up until recently it was still kind of an obscure film to mm-hmm. the point where the a lot of people involved with it you know were were pretty indie on the film scene and were like you said chris easily accessible willing to talk we got the director of the film was like our first yeah. interview second interview that's if, crazy if you if you would have told me God, how many years ago did we start this? Four years ago? Something like that. That we would be sort of friends with Robbie Wrist and Ralph Atanasia from (laughs) Cake Boss. I just saw him on my TV. Like Rich from Partners in Crime. Yeah, I wouldn't have believed you that we were able to speak to these people and develop a a friendship with them. Rich ordered the webcast that my band played a couple weeks ago. Like, it's so weird. Like... That's this seven-year-old Scott would be like, "You're lying. You're lying, old yeah. man, Scott. Yeah. I don't believe you." And and just like peripherally, I've met a lot of people that I consider very good friends through this medium. Yeah, like just from guesting on other shows or connecting through other shows. Like I, we, I've developed a huge friend base that didn't exist four years ago. Yeah, yeah, and you know, people people reach out to us to be guests on stuff still yeah. and that's great like i've been i've been a guest on a bunch of podcasts just because of 
turtles or yeah. just because of comics or or you know they found out that i know about something through this show it's it's weird yeah it's it's led to a lot of good things um as far as our internet social presence, I don't, I mean, I, I think it would be safe to say that a lot of the podcasts that we're doing spun off of this last week's mm-hmm. comics or uh, sorry, tales from the short box or, or some of these other ones, you know, we might not be doing if we hadn't had some modicum of enjoyment and success doing this one. I mean, it's, yeah, I think, absolutely. Yeah. I like to think of it as six- the mothership. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't for the success of this show, I don't think I would have had the confidence to start. uh, I don't think I would have had the confidence to start Tales from the Short Box. Yeah. Yeah. And Scott, we've mentioned it before, but we, you, me, and Chris had a podcast for a while that kind of fell apart. And when that fell apart, I was like, I don't, I don't want to do podcasts anymore. Screw that. <laughs> I'm over that. And then, like, this kind of just happened. And then I think I overheard Rachel mention this, yeah, this then... show in this format, and I wouldn't leave her alone. About <laughs> I, I just, I, the whole experience has been awesome. I love yeah. it. It's tiring. It's draining. It's annoying at times to have to deal with all the, the technical, internet-y, uploady mm-hmm. stuff that we have to deal with. But... Uh, doing a Turtles podcast has been fun. And it, it, we're not going to abandon it. I don't want to leave this feed no. dead in the water. Granted, it's evergreen. It's always there. So if we get yeah. new, and we get new fans all the time, we have people that yeah. are joining yeah. our Facebook Hey, new page fans now. who just found this thing, scroll all the way back to episode yeah. one. Come yeah. on, don't listen go to back. this one yet. Just, just go, yeah. go back to the beginning. Um, just just ignore the the timely references. Or if this is your first there time tuning in, it's fine. There's, there's I do, a few. I do want to know what you think of this show from that perspective. Yeah, if you are just <laughs> you're starting from the end and going back. <laughs> well, that happened to me fairly recently. I found a podcast that's kind of long dead in the water, but they've got like a backlog, like four or five years worth of content. And just going back and listening to yeah. that was kind of fun. Um, but, you know, Will, like you said, Rachel, I'd like to find a way. We don't know what it is. We haven't really talked about it because what mm-hmm. always happens is we do the show and then we need to decompress from the show. Yeah. Um, but we'll find a way to do some turtle things on some sort of semi-regular basis, whether it's monthly, bi-monthly, quarterly, yearly, something, as it pops up randomly. Like, there are still actors we haven't interviewed. There are still crew members we haven't talked to. And there's all this other turtle media. You know, we kind of pigeonhole ourselves to the movies, but... There's no rule that says we can't change format and just talk about other things. There's a lot of other great turtle podcasts, but if we can find a way to come at it from a unique perspective or have a unique point of view on it, um, we'll do something. We'll do something fun. You know, this this crew is staying together. We have table pop coming up, so it's not like mm-hmm. we're gonna miss each other too terribly much. We're gonna get sick of each other at some point. <laughs> have we actually told them what yeah. that is? Yeah, I we, think did. we did. Yeah. We did? Okay. And if it we was didn't, announced, yes. They'll know soon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, and you know, we may do a season two of up from below. That's, that's yeah, still on the table. That's that's yeah, true, I, def- I definitely want to come back to the palladium games on yeah. table pop. Um, yeah, to, for, I have a bunch of fun ideas. I want to use the palladium mechanics for, I want to, tr- I want to see if we can do a new Usagi Ojimbo. Yeah. Adventure. That was another thing. Like who would have thought? That we would have done that, that whole up yeah. from below project. That like that was I'd never played D and D or anything like that in my I life. I mean, that was all Ralph's idea, right? Again, yeah. d- d- just the 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 bouquet of wonderfulness that has come from the show. <laughs> the other and, thing I wanted to point out. Sorry, go ahead, Adam. And it was it was Ralph's idea as just a way to get together and play a game. And yeah. us being podcasters, we recorded it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a way. Oh yeah, to, he didn't want to record it at first, did he? Yeah, it was a way to distract ourselves from. Um, 
Ms. Pandemic. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he didn't want to at first. It just it wasn't the original idea. Right. Yeah. Um, moving houses. Mm-hmm. Parents yes. passing away. Houses burning down. Yep. And then a global pandemic. <laughs> has there ever been a podcast that has had to deal with more bullshit than us? I mean, well, I feel like all every podcasts podcast had to deal with the pandemic for this past year. Okay. Yeah. Everybody had to deal with that. And I'm Fair. sure some people wasn't there something in the news recently about like a podcast like host like dying in the streets? Yeah, that was Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, like we've had some tough times, but I also want to point out like it was really interesting that we decided to start when we did. Like it timed out perfectly because just as we started, it was sort of the beginning of this Turtles ninety renaissance. Like we were approaching yeah. the anniversary. We like we started getting the NECA figures. Those all came out as we were doing. Like the I like to think that they came out because we're such a good show. Absolutely. Yeah. It was all us. It's and we rallied you. everyone together. We did this. We got the NECA figures. We get Stern Pinball. We eventually found that beautiful copy of the script that we were able to get our hands on. Um, like Just all the turtle things, new video games, like all the turtle things started to happen when we started doing this. And, you know, you're welcome, we didn't cover, Seth Rogen. We didn't cover a lot of like the, the quote unquote news, but a lot of the other great shows, the other turtle podcasts did. So um, that, that's the other thing is there's so many turtle podcasts out there. Yeah. And and it's like we were the only ones doing what we were doing. Yeah. My dream at some point is to get all of the turtle podcast hosts on one show for like a turtley round table, <laughs> like a turtle podcast convention podcast. A thing. turtle shell table. Yes. Hmm. Mm. Well, if anyone can hold that room together, it's you, Scott. Oh, <laughs> it's sweet. certainly not me. <laughs> uh, I'll work but the I, door. I, I guess you know. Let's let's dive a little bit more into the movie here. So that's that's sort of our thoughts on the experience. But let's let's really get into the 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 nuggets of wrapping up this film, shall we? Uh, okay. We are we're talking about minutes ninety two through ninety six. It's credits. There's a couple of interesting credit notes uh, that we just watched. And I wanted to point out one of which was the first honor guard actually gets named. I don't know why. Oh, that Does lucky it, did guy. they say his name at some point in the film? Ben I, I don't think so. But there may have been, for all we know, they may have shot some more stuff with uh, Casey mm-hmm. and the honor guard or uh, uh, Kenshin and the honor guard. So there may have been some exchanges where a name did, did have, you know, where it happened. And it happened to the point where they're like, oh, he gets his sad card or whatever. And, you know, this is a named character. You have to give him a name in the credits because right. he did this. But I True. don't think it actually came up in the in the movie it's, that we saw. Mm. Yeah, I feel like we were maybe not the best this season at keeping up oh, God, with no. actors' names. Oh, God, no. Like we did with, in the first two seasons. Ladies and gentlemen, rewind your podcast and see the section where we talked about how hard and mind-numbing <laughs> movies by minutes can be. Yeah, um, and then take into account the fact that we decided we were going to speed through this movie. Yeah, <laughs> my research was numb. not a research was not a priority. My mind this time. is very numb. My mind had its teeth pulled. <laughs> Thanks, Jar Jar. <laughs> That's not my Jar. Do you want to hear it? Don't. No. <laughs> I forget what movie I was just watching. Not this one, um, where the character's name was not said at all through the movie and then it's in the credits I'm like that was his name I mean they kind of <laughs> so, do that in that thing you do the bass player yeah. is named TB player yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but there there are definitely movies like that where they never say his name say the character's name and you're like oh his name was Bob yeah, yeah our IMDB 
was not where it should have been yeah. in the no. season. And I, I apologize. Yeah, well, but I what can you do? It, listen, it's there. People can find it if they want it. Uh, interesting. Speaking of credits, Robbie Rist has a trademarked name in the credits. Robbie <laughs> Rist and then the little R in the circle, which I guess is, is some sort of trademark indicator. It's, yeah, it's a registered it stands, trademark. Regist- gotcha. Registered trademark. I wish we knew about this when uh-huh. we had him on the show. I that's, that. Now I want to know all about What's yeah. that business decision? I feel like decision? we should give him some grief on that one. Ooh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, why? <laughs> how does the rest why of the Rist you... family feel about this? Yeah. Like Robert Anthony Rist, so his name is Robert Rist, and like when you get your SAG card, you don't trademark your name. You like you get your Screen Actors Guild card, and they register it as like Robbie Rist. But like, I mean, Corey Feldman's in there. He's got a SAG card. His name isn't trademarked. You know, though it's so weird that he has the trademark next to his name. I wonder if he did it for uh, like merchandising purposes or something. Or I, I don't Maybe. know merchandising. Maybe, you know, maybe he got to enter it on the keyboard himself, and he's like, what are these ASCII characters? <gasps> oh, look, this is so cool! Uh, Pat Johnson, martial arts coordinator for Karate Kid and all those great movies, is back. I think we talked about that. And then a big credit that's really important that we want to mention, uh, Horse Stunts, staged mm. by Danny Virtue. That guy gets a credit all on his own. Yep. Clearly. It's actually, it's actually just Dan now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, insert sound drop here. Hang on, I have to make a note. It's Dan, Danny, are now, you okay? Sound drop at are you okay, Danny? Minutes. Dan. Um, yeah, that was great, Adam. Well done. Uh, and then we, you know, we get our our big sploosh of credits in here sploosh? over a killer Yakid K song. This song, I don't think I appreciated how good this song was. It is such a jam. What song is this? Is this Get Into the Groove? Love it. I love Technotronic and Yaw Kid K. I like how Technotronic and Yaw Kid K are two separate entities, but I I, I just thought Yaw Kid K was Technotronic all well, this time. Well, Yaw Kid K is in Technotronic, but I don't think every Technotronic song has Yaw Kid K uh, okay. on it. It's like, it's like a Technotronic featuring. It's yeah. a square, but a square isn't Technotronic. No, it's the other, it's the other way around. <laughs> it's got to be Yearbull. A square is a, re- a rectangle is a square, but a square all is tr- not a rectangle. All trucks are cars, but not all cars are trucks. Right. Something like that. Uh, the other- all, like all, <laughs> we all get- flurkins are cats, but not all cats are flurkins. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> all right. We get it. We get it. <laughs> and we're down the rabbit hole. Um, Excelsior. <laughs> We've gone down the flurkin hole. Oh, no. <laughs> not Ew. the flurkin hole. <laughs> we're doomed. The other killer song that we get in this is, once again, Tarzan Boy, which we heard in the film, and now we get yeah. to hear again. I'm very excited about, because can you ever get enough Tarzan Boy? Not really. No. Yeah. song is a bop. It we, is. Said th- we said this off mic, but getting to chat with John and Niall about Tarzan yeah. Boy was one of my favorite moments <laughs> on this show. Yeah, easily. I'm a little bummed that we didn't get a reprise of Turtle Power. That would have been fun, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, the last credit that I think is is sort of worth pointing out is... Um, the Perpetual Motion Pictures crew, Perpetual Motion Pictures was uh, uh, one of the visual effects, mm-hmm. uh, special visual effects created by Perpetual Motion Pictures. And the executive producer of Perpetual Motion Pictures crew, Rachel? His name is Charles L. Finance. Of the totally real guy finance company. <laughs> yes. Now, Charles raises- and Dan... 
this raises a number of questions. Charles L. Finan. Which this is not trademarked, so it's not like some a company name. It's that's a person, no. human being. Now finance. Did he did he go into finance with the name finance, or is this like a, a cover for some? other this, person is it, or is like some sort of shadow corporation yeah, shadow finance corporation. name like bob loblaw <laughs> <laughs> or did they go to this guy and they're like listen you need to finance our movie it's mr. like well finance is my last name <laughs> mr finance <laughs> what's his Dear middle name mr. <laughs> um i don't know Bankruptcy. it's just l <laughs> uh oh legit man. Too funny. There's a research company on this show, Marshall Plum Research Associates. I think they probably should have gone out of business because I don't think the historical accuracy was necessarily up to par in this film. It doesn't. Well, we don't. Uh, what kind of does it say? What research they did? It's just the research company, right? Or is nah, it just the research company? Yeah, we don't. I'm know just what scrolling re- through credits now, looking for jokes. Yeah, there's there's no telling what they were actually <laughs> researching. Yeah, there's a company called Magic Gadgets, which I like the way that sounds. That is a fun magic a, gadgets. Magic it's gadgets. got some kinetics to it. Yeah, it's got it rolls <laughs> off the tongue. Oh man, Charles Finance has an IMDb page. <gasps> yes. What Tell is me Charles more. Finance responsible for? Oh gosh, he has a credit on the original Dune, Whoa. The Arrival, George of the Jungle. Aww. And a bunch of other junk. <laughs> <laughs> so, Charles, if you're listening, we'd love to get you on no, the I show. No, I mean, he's... he's <laughs> sorry. I love that that's become a running joke for us this season. <laughs> yeah, he he just has a lot of visual effects credits. He was... um A bunch of other junk. Sorry, I didn't mean that. The Basketball Diaries. Uh, that's not... All right. No, that's not junk. I was... No, that... S- uh, st- strike my comments from the record. Okay, it's okay. He's not listening. Um, the uh, no, the sword gone. book that Leonardo. Nobody asked Charles this. Finance. <laughs> I don't know if we asked this question in the beginning of the movie if that book was a real book, but the Japanese sword is published by Kodansha International Limited, circa 1983, uh, reprinted by permission, all rights reserved. So, you know, nice. we saw the book on screen. We have to uh, give the publisher credit, I guess. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then we have some of the music featured in the movie Can't Stop Rockin' by ZZ Top, Conga by the Barrio Boys, which we talked about, written by Enrique Elias Garcia. Uh, they are also on SBK Records with uh, Vanilla Ice and Technotronic and uh, 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 Partners in Crime. So, again, we're, we're ditched Henson, but we're keeping the same record company for our artists. Um, so, you know, Probably cheaper. Good. Rockin' Over the Beat, Technotronic, and Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. So, and there's... A, a, a much slimmer soundtrack mm. than the previous two. You know, I don't know what ended up on the soundtrack album. Mm. Um, let's take a look real quick, because I'm Because curious. there was that Gloria Stefan... Oh, we already that's, talked about that's the, the conga. Barrio that's the bar. I guess you yeah. got like fewer opportunities for uh, needle drops when you're in ancient Japan. Yeah. I suppose. So yeah. the the motion picture soundtrack, just a very quick Google search shows ten songs: Tarzan Boy, Rockin' Over the Beat, which we just talked about; Turtle Jam, which I'm not sure, but I think Turtle Jam by Psychedelic Dust is just a uh, like a like a made up track. I don't think it's like a mm. anything that appeared in the movie. Fighter by definition of sound. There's two versions of Tarzan Boy on this. There's the original and the 93 remix. Yoshi's theme by John Dupre. 
Uh, Turtle Power is on the soundtrack by Partners in Crime, so they showed up mm. on the mm. album. Um, not sure, you know. Be- because there wasn't enough songs they, to make yeah. a soundtrack. They needed to fill out the other side of the vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, great song. Um, I'm sure that we will end up with a John Dupre vinyl edition of the Turtles 3 soundtrack, which I'm interested to hear because I didn't pay a ton of of attention to it, but there is some really interesting stuff going on with the Tycho drumming, some of the callbacks to the other films, so I'd be interested to hear that when it comes out uh, on Waxwork. I'm sure it will. I still want to see those liner notes, Waxwork Records, who never (laughs) respond to my tweets. All of us, everyone that listens to this show, tweet at Waxwork Records and demand to see the John Dupre liner notes. I want to see that stuff. Oh, oh, Twitter beef. Yeah, it's starting <laughs> now. Just because I love the, I want it. I just want it. I want more. USDA grade A. <laughs> Twitter beef. Yeah. You know, we haven't had a good Twitter feud yet, so it's about time we started. We don't want no. <laughs> our last episode. <laughs> I mean, I almost started one with, uh, with what, 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 what's the, why am I drawing a blank? I don't NECA. know. No, um, the to- yeah. Okay. Well, you and everybody else. Yeah, they have. Yeah, I I pretty much found out that my only everybody fights of action was to get in line. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's the end of the credits, and that's the end of the movie. Uh, you know, <sighs> I I don't know if I like it. I I like it. I like yeah. it because of its nostalgia. I like it because it's silly and there's moments, but I also don't like it because I'm just like that first movie is just so damn good. Yeah. That it, like, if the first movie sucked, like if Secret of the Ooze was the first movie, mm. I feel like this one wouldn't be as much of a letdown as it is. But that for, for me, yeah. that first one is just, oh, chef's kiss. Mwah, so good. There is one credit thing I wanted to point out. Yes, please. Now I don't remember what minute it's in, probably in the last one. Where it says, like, Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo, blah, 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 characters are, like, go to it. Because oh, yeah, I, I want to yeah. read this oh, yeah, out loud. Yeah. It's 96. Um, yeah, so we, we get all of our, like, no animals were harmed. Special yeah, thanks yeah, yeah. to all that stuff. Mirage Studios gets a shout uh, out. Uh, and then I'll read it to you. Where is it? It is... Uh, I got it. The characters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Leonardo, Raphael, Michelangelo, Donatello, Splinter, April, and Casey Jones are registered copyright 1984 Mirage Studios. So, April doesn't get a last name tag in this section of the credits. And I'm wondering if this, they are implying that Casey and April are now married. (laughs) April and and Casey Casey Jones, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. Mr. and Mrs. Jones. (laughs) Everyone in that sentence, their last name is Jones. Yeah. And has has Casey adopted everyone to replace his dead son? (laughs) Oh boy! Splinter Jones, Donatello Jones sounds awesome. That's a great name. That's That's a a good name. Why have I never said that name out loud? That sounds like a a, a lawyer. Like come to the law firm. Donatello Jones. Donatello Jones. Jones. (laughs) Donatello Jones Jones sounds like a 1970s like black exploitation actor, like Pam Greer and Donatello Jones. (laughs) Or just or just like a lounge singer. Like like go into the go to the circus circus and catch a show of Donnie Jones. Donnie Jones. Tonight at the show. About Frankie Valley and Donatello Jones. <laughs> yeah, Leonardo Jones doesn't sound as good. Raphael Mm-mm. Jones, Michelangelo, no, but Donatello Jones, yeah. mm, baller, love it. 
But yeah, so that that's my headcanon. They got married, and then they were like, you know what? Let's adopt these turtle children Aww. and Splinter. <laughs> you know, I, I just thought of something. I will say that this past season has finally given me something to enjoy about this movie. Mm. There you go. Yeah, that's like, true. I don't want to sound like I'm taking this show for granted yeah. or anything. Like this, this movie gave us a reason to do another season of this show. Yeah. Well, so, and now every time thanks, you you Turtle watch 3. this show, I feel like we're going to have these little me- like we did with all the other ones. We have these little memories of things that we talked about that are now infused in this film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I'm never going to be able to watch this again without thinking of Donatello Jones or without <laughs> thinking of all the stupid Leo faces we've seen or without some of the, you know, the, the stuff Robbie's talking about or with how did you get into April's pants and like all that stuff <laughs> without thinking of N- Niall and John and that explosion mm-hmm. of crazy that week, you know um, it's, it really did add to the fabric of this film for and us. And I, I hope it did for our listeners too. What's, what's amazing too is I I've watched Turtles won numerous times since we've started this. I've watched it recently and I still find things that I've never thought about mm-hmm. in that movie. Are you like telling that me movie? that we have to go back and do a sequel to the first movie? <laughs> uh, no. There's just there's just an endless lifetime of content crammed into that movie somehow. It's it's per I mean I we could talk about the first movie forever. We obviously, but it is I think it's perfect. Like there's just a magic. Like the same magic that happened with like Back to the Future. You know, the same magic that happened with Jurassic Park. Like there's just something intangible about that first Turtles movie that you I don't think you're ever going to find. You're never going to nail yeah. it down. Um and it's just so deep. There's just it's just got such depth to it that I think a lot it, of people don't appreciate. It had it had a vibe that it it managed to nail down and hold down throughout the whole film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that vibe, like it, it touches something in your brain. Like it makes you feel a certain way. Yeah, yeah. And and there's only a handful of movies that do that for me, and this is one of those. Yeah, it's one of those movies that if I could, anytime it's on, I could watch it. I can't do that with every film. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, like I mentioned, Back to the Future, I could. Wayne's World, I could. Turtles one, anytime, anytime it's on, I could watch it twice in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> not, not so much this one. No. Um, yeah. And I think you know this movie is also a victim of us growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. definitely, I, I definitely saw these movies in order that they were released. I saw the first one, then yeah. I'm sure I saw yeah. the second one, then I'm sure I th- saw the third one. So us getting older, more people getting their fingers in the pie. Like the first movie, it was Steve Barron basically did the thing. You know, Bobby and Kim and Steve Barron and Eastman and Laird. That was like the team that that put this story together. Um, and I imagine that as the movies go on, you get more people, more studio, more, you know, once it's a proven commodity. Gotta make this money. Ha- exactly. Yeah. It becomes harder to kind of see a vision through all the way to the end. And I've been thinking about like the 2007 film and the, uh, and the Michael Bay films. And like, while I don't like those movies... I'm not the audience for those movies. Right. The first two Turtles films, I 100% was that audience. Mm -hmm. Like, I was the audience they were going for. I still am somehow. (laughs) And there's a magic to that. But the third movie hit right as I was becoming not that audience anymore. Yeah. So, like, it didn't didn't get its hooks in me the same way. Chris, you look like you wanted to say something. No, no, no. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I would agree. And I think, you know, we see that with some of the TV shows. Like, 
Rise of the TMNT was not a show that you know was speaking to me. I I would not knock it. I wouldn't say anything bad about it, other than it's just not for me. There's a lot of people who think that's the definitive version of Turtles, and more power to them. It has a I'm, huge following. Yeah, oh, those kids. And and I'm just not I'm not that audience, and that's fine. Then I've, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Um, you love being a turtle. Thank you. <laughs> I love being a turtle. Uh, but there's so many very so many versions of turtles. There is something for everyone out there. The only shame is that like our time being the audience for turtles in cinema has probably passed. <laughs> mm. Yeah. You know, Chris, people like you have kids, you know, get to view it through fresh eyes. Yeah. Um, not that we can't appreciate a Turtles film, but I don't think we're ever going to get one that hits us the same way as the the 90 film does. No or pressure the franchise set for Rogan. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just, it doesn't belong to us in the same way. Yeah. 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 True. And that's why we have things like, you know, the NECA figures. Like, those yeah. things are tickling our fancy. I wouldn't be surprised, given the success of the Masters of the Universe cartoon, if we get sort of like a, a, a reboot of the 87 tunes in that style, or even the DuckTales uh, uh, update. Yeah. You know, I'd love to see a version of the and, old school Turtles in a more modern setting, you know, or more with more mm. modern, modern technology and storytelling conventions. Middle age And we are turtles. NECA's audience. That's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and we. Nerds with money. Yeah, we mm-hmm. very well may be Rogan's audience. We don't know yet. We haven't seen. We'll find it, out. So. It's true. I mean, typically we are Seth Rogan's audience. Has so we'll Seth Rogan yeah. made anything for kids? Uh, S- sausage party. Shut no. up! No, 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 no! Don't even suggest that. Mm-hmm. But it was a cartoon. Shut up! <laughs> Didn't he play a dog? In a movie, uh, well, but that wasn't a like cartoon his cartoon dog. No, uh, he, I think he was in the movie. Was he in the movie Pets? The CGI like maybe? Life, Secret Life Secret of Pets Life? or something? Yeah. Oh, maybe he might have been in that. Like he, I'm sure he's been in like some kid stuff, but like as producer writer, like making his own movies. No, he's also yeah. currently reinventing the Gravity Bong, and I am absolutely <laughs> his audience. There, so, isn't he also like into pottery? Yeah, like, isn't that we've been he's making pottery. He pottery has- is weirdly bubbly, and it's like yeah. the weirdest thing. I'm like, this is on purpose. How did I you want, do this? I want to own some of it. It does look a lot of fun <laughs> to touch and like feel. It looks very tactile. Something tells pleasing. me a, a self a Seth Rogen original is uh, is a hot commodity. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would assume. Um, I'll say this too. The nice thing is it doesn't seem like the Turtles train is slowing down with the sale nope. of Nickelodeon. It's just there. It's going to keep coming. There are new video games coming out. There's new movies coming out. You know they're going to do another new TV show at some point. Netflix yeah. movies. IDW is still killing it with the comic books. Um, Absolutely. NECA's crushing killing it with it the figures. IDW. There's so many of these figures. The cartoon wave. That, like there's no shortage of Turtles. And that, that makes me happy because there was a long time, a long yeah. time where there was very, very little cultural sort of participation or awareness of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it's back in a strong way, and I'm really, really happy about that. Even if it's not for us, all of it, it's there, and we get yeah. to be sort of the gatekeepers. We get to be the ones to say, like, hey, let me let me turn you on to this thing that maybe you didn't know about the Turtles yet, you know? Mm-hmm. There is an amazing... Um, queer audience for the uh the idw comics that has been i've been getting kind of a taste of just by covering the the comics on tales from the short box sure. and it's amazing like there's this huge audience of lgbt people who just latch on to well, and i to think that series thematically you're talking about like especially in the idw books learning to become 
comfortable in your own skin and be yeah. proud of who you are and where you came from. And I think the those are universal themes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think, you know, that relates to a whole spectrum of people and from all walks of life. And I, and I love that that's kind of what the Turtles are becoming is this symbol for – and very similar to how the X-Men kind of are as well. This yeah. symbol for like inclusion of, of people who might normally not be included historically. And and chosen family is a is a huge theme yeah. throughout Turtles lore, and it's it's really really big in the comics right now, and I think that strikes a chord with that community. Yeah, yeah. I just I love where Turtles is going. I I am happy to have you know. And I like to think going. you know as as a podcast crew, we have had however small an impact on the Turtles universe. You know, <laughs> we've we've had our thumbprint Aww. on a couple of things. You know, I've I. When the Turtles 30th anniversary thing came up, we were some of the people who were connecting some of those people behind the scenes, <laughs> yeah. uh, sending email addresses to 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 producers and whatnot. And like, I know this guy. Let me just. Um, so like we've we've had a little sliver of of our footprint of our fingerprint, whatever you want to nice. call it, on the Turtles. Uh, f- what's the word? Franchise, whatever. Um, That's something I hope doesn't go away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pontificate yeah, I, on I, that for me, would you? <laughs> I, 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 I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to get together with people in person at some point in some place. A convention. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm. once, once, kind of, the, once the dust starts to settle, if it ever does, we could have a table. We could give people stupid stickers. Maybe we could host <laughs> I, a panel about turtles. I have the perfect venue in mind. Um, we we got to make this happen. Yeah. yeah. Mm. We'll 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 figure it out at some point. There. There might, there, there will be potential for uh, uh, us, at least the four of us, getting together at uh, some sort of convention. But uh, there might also sometime be potential for us getting together with some of the people we interviewed uh, at potential locations at some point in the future. Uh, you know, before the, the the shutdown happened, I was talking to one of the local cinemas here, one of the local independent cinemas here in Brooklyn about doing a screening for the anniversary and uh, in contact with uh, Rich Usher about potentially showing up and doing a Q&A thing like we did on the podcast, but also, you know, doing the song. Um, and, and, you know, opportunities will present themselves. We almost you know, interviewed Bobby and Kim for Comic-Con San Diego. Like we have mm-hmm. these connections. Are, I love that we know these people and that they enjoyed being on the show and that we've become friendly with them. And as a result of that, it it allows us to kind of have um, a little bit of an inside track on things. Not a lot, not but very, very small. But point being, opportunities will probably arise for us to get together in person and do something at some point somewhere. And when with it does- you, dear listener. We'll let you know. <laughs> but I listen, we could be here forever. We're at about 45 minutes right now. Um, final thoughts. Any final last wrap-up thoughts on on the existence of our podcast, of it going oh, away man. for a while? <laughs> the existence of our podcast. Of the man. movies. Uh, Rachel, why don't you start us off? Final. This, let, let's, let's just say this: we are closing the book on this, <clears throat> but this is not the end of this group or this feed. Um like I said before, we don't really know what we're doing, but we do never we ever do. we never do. We never really have a plan, but plan. I, I am I am glad to close this chapter and take a break for a little while and move on to the next thing. All right. Adam. Uh I mean same. I, I kinda already laid it all out here. Yeah. Um 
I, I, I do want to say this community is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the movies by minute community is great. The turtles community is great. I get to see so many different sides of that community. And I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be in podcasting if it wasn't for this show and I'm all over podcasting right now. So <laughs> yeah, you are. So thanks Ninja Turtles for, for that. Yeah. Chris, I'll always have that. That wonderful thing that takes up all that time and pays all that sweet, sweet money. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, it is uh, it is interesting that this little segment of life is is coming to a close. Uh, we'll occasionally pop in here and there, time to time. Uh, but uh, as, as like a big sort of mainstay in my schedule, it shall not be. And that's... Ah, well, that's uh, life changes. Every, everything keeps changing and moving along. And we'll move on and, and do other things. And it's been a lot of fun to, to talk about uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so much uh, and, and just sort of reconnect with that part of, uh, of my past and childhood. And, and uh, you know, my, my kids are still so small, they haven't quite latched onto it. So it's like I have, I've, I've been trying to show them things here and there, <laughs> but... You know, we end up watching Doc McStuffins and 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 Muppet <laughs> Babies instead of Ninja Turtles because eventually, like something will happen. Like I tried to show them the '87 cartoon, and they were they were having fun until Crank showed up, and Crank just scared the crap. Doc out of McStuffins them. starring Robbie Wrist. <laughs> I was just about true. to say Robbie's all Doc true. McStuffins. Oh, yeah, man. it's I, been it's been a lot of fun. I would echo those sentiments. The, the community of fans that we've developed, our Facebook page has, has always been sort of hub central number one for people talking about our show. And it's always been positive. It's always been great. We've never had an issue. So thank you to all the people who have been on the us. Facebook page. I don't want that to stop. Keep posting random turtle stuff when you find it. I love it. Uh, or, our, and uh, br- bring the party to Discord. Yeah. yeah, join the Discord server. I think Get we put away the from link Zuckerberg. up on the Facebook page. Uh, if if you haven't joined the Discord, it's not only uh, where we can talk about our show, but all the shows on the Dueling Genre Network. Um, and there's a, a lot, lot going of on. them now. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but I, I guess I'll and say And we're this. all over that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so more than you realize. Like a wet blanket. <laughs> We're, yeah, my fingerprints are all over. We're some over of that it. Stuff. We're <laughs> under it. We're inside of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the end of the franchise. It's the end of of the '90s Turtles movies. We did it, guys. Congratulations. It. Thank you to our uh, listeners. And uh, I have to do the plugs. Make sure that you guys go become patrons at duelinggenre.com slash support. A little bit of money gets you a lot of content, bonus episodes of all the shows the Dueling Genre Network. Exclusive Hundreds podcasts of episodes. Um, for very little money. Uh, and it helps keep the light on over there. At TMNT Minute on Twitter. That ain't going away. At TMNT Minute on Instagram. Definitely not going away. Facebook, Discord, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. Wherever you get your podcast, we're always going to be here. If you miss us, go back and start it over. Jump back in the Facebook <laughs> you chat. Can. Jump on the Discord. Give us new Relive things Relive those talk memories. About. Yeah. How many times have you watched Ninja Turtles? Yeah. You can you can listen to our podcast that many times. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't have the total episode count, but I have to imagine it's it's got to be approaching 300. Something. I'll yeah. say this. Yeah. Ready? I'm going to say this. I want to get it. If we can get, if we get to 5,000 social media followers... I think we'll do both Michael Bay movies a minute at a time. 
No, don't no. make promises. We're never, like we're never gonna get there. It's okay. a pretty low bar, <laughs> because, actually. Because you've put it out there, people will vindictively they'll, follow yeah, us. They'll, they'll, do it. Show. <laughs> they'll punish your hubris. You know what? How just for that, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna write a script edit that's just gonna start out. creating yeah. Twitter yeah. accounts edit just for <laughs> Unilaterally, I will say we will never do those minute by minute. I, I would agree. It's never gonna happen. Never, never gonna, gonna happen. happen. Uh, the CGI right. movie, though, maybe. Maybe. But uh, no. I do want to say I am very much looking forward to doing Table Pop with yeah. you folks. Yay! Yeah. Um, follow us there. I am so excited. I think we have a Twitter handle. I think it's at Table Pop. There might not be a lot there yet, but if you want to follow There's us, that show is going to be starting up really soon. It's going to be this crew. It's going to be Sean Jaffe. It's going to be Ralph Antonasia and uh, uh, other friends of the other show, people. friends of, of our sort of social circle, playing RPGs based on... Uh, pop culture properties. The first one we're going to do is our RPG interpretation of the Ghostbusters universe. And it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. It's going to be very similar to Up From Below. It's supposed to be fully scored with an original story, all that fun stuff. Um, we might we might do a Star War. We could do a Star War. We could do... A lot of, a lot of people have played Star Wars in, in this format, and I have some ideas of ways of doing it differently. Yeah. So... If you're sick of Star Wars RPG content, please do stick around because we have some ideas. <laughs> That's going to that be a different be feed. Next project, you're going to have <laughs> yeah. to subscribe to a different podcast for that one. This, this is not going to be on this feed. Uh, but we'll give please. you a heads up when it goes live. Yeah, hang out with us. Stick around with us. We appreciate all of our listeners, fans, friends, all that stuff. For the crew here at TMNT Minute, for Adam, for Rachel, for Chris. For myself, for all the wonderful guests we've had over the years, all the wonderful crew members and cast members that have have been grateful with their time, gracious with their time to uh, come on and talk to us. We bid you adieu and uh, thank you for taking this journey with us, fair listeners. Chris, do you have anything to say? Each podcast sin diminishes me, for I am involved in podcasts. Therefore, send not to know for whom the cowabunga tolls. It tolls for thee. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Farewell. Cowabunga.